Friday. I have to sing it in. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. that feels the right thing to do. <laughs> it's Friday. Hey, hey. Friday. Friday. Why do I always default to 90s R&B? What is that? I mean, that's the, those, that's the soundtrack of your adolescence. It's true. It was on song. Welcome, everybody. Happy Friday. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah Like the Bible. And did you know that it has been Nurses Appreciation Week and May 12th is International Nurses Day? Also, all around the world. Also the birthday of Florence Nightingale, who is like the head nurse of all time. (laughs) Okay? Like, she's considered the founder of modern nursing. Okay, Florence. Mm Mm-hmm. It's also Mother's Day weekend. It is. Which reminds me, I need to send my mother a gift. I do too. That made me think about it. Because she definitely put us in a group chat. Me and my brother's like, this is what I want. It's like, okay. You know what? The thing about it is that I have had this prepared for like quite some time. Mm -hmm. So I just don't know why I haven't sent it. But she's going to get it. Even if she doesn't get it by Sunday. Because I really have to overnight it now. Yikes. It's a thought that counts. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you've been thinking about what we're doing uh, all day on this lovely Friday, then baby, we're about to tell you. This is a Black Joy Friday. We love a Black Joy Friday. Why? Because so much crazy stuff going on in the world that we need a day to reset, Amanda. Yes. We need a day to revive. It's yes. always somebody died. Yes. Always somebody got killed. Yes. Shots, shots, yes. shots, shots. And we don't mean tequila. No, 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 no. And it's like we need, a, as black people, we need a day to reset. Yes. We're always in the movement. We always are in the state of rage. Always. So Fridays on the Amanda Seal show, at least, are a day to kind of like reset. Here's some good stuff happening in the world. And, you know, start your weekend off right. Especially since Mother's Day weekend. With our mamas. <laughs> and once we get crazy with the attitude. Yes, we agree. So we're going to get y'all in the right frame of mind. We've got, of course, our Black Joy stories. We've got a little Black spin. We're going to take it back with my little hip-hop knowledge that I was kick y'all with. Uh, maybe it'll be a story. Maybe it'll be facts. We don't know. You guys take it around and find out. Also, Jeremiah Like the Bible is going to hit us with the people verses. That's right. That's we got to right. find out who the people mad at this week. All right. So all that and more coming at you. It is a lovely Friday here at the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. And remember to give us a call. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. You know, every Friday I do things I learned this week. Mm-hmm. And like, no one ever tells me what they learned this week. And I'm like, why won't y'all call me? Call us. Y'all call about everything else. <laughs> the phones are open 24-7, Amanda. Yes, they are. So Even if- in the middle of the night, be like, ooh, I just learned this. <laughs> Roll over. Yes. So give me a call, man. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And also follow us on social media at Seals Said It. All right. We're in it right here. The Friday has begun. So don't go anywhere. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. We are here on a Black Joy Friday. Why do we call it a Black Joy Friday? Because it's all about Black Joy. A story of Black Joy. Joy. 
All right, so this is for all of my dance hall lovers, my Floridians. So Dance Hall Spice has been honored by the Jamaican South Florida community as she was awarded the key to the region by Vice Vice Mayor. Vice Mayor? I know we have Vice Mayors. Yeah. We got all types of Vice Mayors. Miami Vice, Vice Mayors of Miami. Yeah. Vice Mayor Marlon Bolson for her contributions to music and culture. So she posted, Besties, we did it again. Drop some keys and let it be known that on the 5th of May, 2023, a poor little girl from old Brayton, Portman, Jamaica, created history by getting honored with the keys to the region. You know what? And I will say this. Uh, normally I'd be like, ooh, Florida, yuck. But <laughs> as Kid Fury did correct us, like right. Miami it's, is its own. <laughs> it's its own jurisdiction. Right. So congratulations. And I think at the end of the day, it's just always dope to be honored for just not, not only the work that you're doing, but the way that the work you're doing is like affecting culture right, and affecting right, people. Right. You know, like when I received my my Brooklyn Proclamation. <laughs> That's my friend in black. Yes. That yes. was love. I saw it in person. I was like, ooh, not a frame. Got a proclamation. I need to frame it. Uh, now you don't have it framed, Amanda. What's going on? You know what? Honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's on going on. behind you. I should put it. You know what? Yeah, Jeremiah, you've got good ideas. You've got good ideas. You know what? We've got the right idea because on Fridays, we make sure that we keep you all up and lifted with nothing but goodness. And we're going to keep on doing that as we keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. Hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. How y'all doing? I am Amanda Seals, your and favorite. Your, oh, <laughs> Go ahead. Let me get my title. Get your title out. Your favorite comedian <laughs> and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. And I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Yes, you are. Jumps over people's intros. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. But you know what? It's Mental Health Awareness Month. It is. It is. And so we want to make sure that every Friday. We are hoping to help elevate your mental health folks mm-hmm. listening by mm-hmm. bringing you some joy throughout the Friday show. But also we want to check in mm-hmm. on our own mental wealth and mental health. Mm-hmm. So Jeremiah, what is today's mental health check-in question? The question is, what strategies do you use to calm yourself down? Because, you know, throughout the day, you, you get real worked up sometimes. It's like, what do you do to keep yourself at peace, at calm, level set? So I think there's like a number of different things I've had to employ over the years, partially because when you say like when you're worked up, how do you calm yourself down? Mm. I think that can mean just off top. You think it's like anger. Right, right, right. But as an empath and like a very sensitive person, I feel like that can also mean like emotionally spiraling into like sadness. Mm. It could be anxiety. It could be anything that's kind of taking you outside of your, your normal, like just. Peace level, I like to say. There's also just so much bad news that's coming at us like Mm -hmm. on a regular basis, especially like if you're online and like looking at your phone, like you just never know when you're going to scroll and like run into just something terrible, right? Right, right. And it could be present day or historical, by the way, because history be slapping me in the face on a regular basis. He's like, wow. Like when I watch, you know, I love history. Mm -hmm. I'm good to watch an old documentary and be like, oh, so we really was messed up the entire time. Yeah, this whole time was messed up. So I I would say some of the things I do is one, I try to shift the, uh, what I'm taking in. Like, mm-hmm. so if I am on like Instagram or something and something mm-hmm. like rubs me the wrong way or like puts me into like a negative state or a sad state, I try to like go look at some pictures of bonobos or, you know, like look at manatees, you know, try and just shift the, the content that I am consuming in that moment. Right. right. Or I'll just like put my phone down. You got this. Sometimes take the phone away, cut it off, go for a walk outside. 
Touch grass. Yes. Touch grass. That's so that's another one mm. going outside and like actually like breathing in some fresh air mm. and getting into just like a different room, you mm. know, a different energy space. This is one that I learned from the dialectical behavioral workbook. Okay. Okay. And if you're in an anger space. Okay. Or if you feel like you are fighting anger, like let's say you're in a scenario where like someone's getting you worked up and like mm. you really like can't like you don't want them to get you worked up, get you out of character. Start looking around the room and basically like identifying objects around the room, you know, okay. like Celia Natty. Right, right. In right. color purple. It's like basketball, 1619 <laughs> project. And it's like, it's like, I know that it may sound like childish, but it really does help. Like if you're in mm. the, it's just about remembering to do it when you're in that moment. Right, right. And then my last one I would say for when I'm trying to stop myself from getting worked up is if I'm in the middle of the anger and I'm like, trying to remember or trying to at least remind myself of what am I actually angry about? And is there like, how can I better relay that? Right. Kind of like trying to change paths, neural paths in your brain. Like instead of going anger, angry route, what other route can I take? Mm -hmm. I feel that. I mean, for me, like you kind of said, Sometimes I go outside and walk the dog, but I leave my phone in the house. I'm like, yeah, like I, disconnect. Right. Cause if I take it with me, I'm like, let me just shake it real quick. But when you're outside, go for a walk, the sunshine, you interacting with the dog. You're just like, okay, you come back kind of refreshed. Even sometimes you don't think it'll help you. When you come back, you come back, you're like, oh, I am kind of. It's like the better. gym. Feel, well, I'm about the gym. I still don't feel that. <laughs> okay. Um, also, I think me, I just try to figure out, I think sometimes I get um worked up internally, not like externally. Okay. Like I could be worked up on the inside about things and kind of like ask just myself, like, what am I really yes. anxious about? Like what, what is about this interaction or this thing that's making me like feel triggered or upset? Like, why do I feel like I want to like fight or flight or whatever it is? Like, what is it? And kind of think about that and kind of dissect it. Cause I feel like the more you dissect, it, the more you realize, Oh, okay. This actually isn't as crazy as right, I'm it making it out to be. Also, it's not that deep. It's like sometimes Rarely we, is it it'd be like little things that get you worked up and you're like, why am I thinking about this? 20 minutes later, it's an hour later. It's like that one little thing. Like really for me, it's, it's been a lesson of like just letting things go and releasing things, like not holding on to everything. Like everything someone says to you isn't about you. Everything that happens to you isn't, <sighs> isn't on you. And kind of just being like, you know what? That happened. Let it go. Leave it in the moment. Leave it in the moment. So I'm known to like take things from moment to moment to moment to moment. And carry them with you. Yeah. So. Bag a lady, mm-hmm. you gonna hurt your back. Well, that's some great suggestions yeah. you know what i'm saying so for y'all do for all of you out there we would love to hear from you what are the things that you do to calm yourself down when you're getting worked up whether it's anger wise or sadness wise etc anxiety give us a call 1-855-AMANDA-8 that's 1-855-262-6328 this is mental health awareness month and we're checking in with y'all on your mental health keep it locked right here the amanda seal show the amanda seal show we up we up we up Okay, now, since got something important to say. Allow me to reintroduce myself. It's a public seals announcement on the Amanda Seals Show. The only reason anybody would be against reparations is if they don't feel that this country has anything to repair and how it has treated and continues to treat black folks. I, I don't think reparations for something that happened 150 years ago for whom none of us currently living are responsible is a good idea. First off, Mitch, you were alive 100 years ago. Look at you. Second, reparations are not just about slavery. They're about repairing the incessant harm that has been done to black people in this country since we were stolen and brought here. And that does not end with slavery. These people act like Jim Crow was just like a minor inconvenience. It was violence. And I don't know if y'all been looking around lately, but basically reparations should be owed for what was done like 15 minutes ago in this country. We've 
you know, tried to deal with our original sin of slavery by fighting a civil war. If the civil war was really about righting the wrongs of slavery, then we wouldn't have all these Confederate flags and Confederate statues still just confederating around to this day. To this day! By passing uh, landmark civil rights legislation. These people wake up every morning to undo civil rights legislation. Uh, we've elected an African-American president. Now you know you ain't vote for Barack. We need to become reparationists. We need to make preparations for reparations. And I say that comes with us first, making reparations a part of our culture. This should be a part of our lifestyle. And we should be demanding that reparations be given to us by whoever is in the presidency and by whoever wants to be president. And also by our local and state governments. And I don't think that means just waiting to the last minute of an election and saying that we're not gonna vote for you unless you give us reparations. Nah. We should be getting behind candidates who already believe in this. And all you white folks who wanna be down, maybe you better be reparationists too. That's the new question for your white friends. Do you believe black people should get reparations? See, reparations are not a capital gain. They're an ethical practice. Because in a society where advancement is determined by money, the only way to correct the systematic hindrance of that advancement is by providing money. Reparations are not some far-reaching thing that have never been figured out before. We need to stop looking at reparations as something we need to imagine. Consider them as something that is very real, that needs to happen. What we need to imagine is what we are going to do with the reparations to make sure that our community and ourselves are taken care of. We need to become reparationists. Now, before I finish, let me just say, I did not come here to show out. did not come here to impress you. Because to tell you the truth, when I leave here, I'm gone. And I don't care what you think about me, but just remember, but it hits the fan, brother. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say the Amanda Seal show. Lie to you, Jack. We ain't nobody fool. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine. Hey, you've reached the Amanda Seals Show. I know you've been thinking about us. And we've been thinking about you. So go ahead and tell us what's on your mind. When you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message. Yes, so my response about spinning the block if somebody cheated on you is yes. Because I have been the corporate of the actual cheater. And I feel like um, if, if it's explained you got too mature people where things are explained why you did it and if it can be worked on um, then you can get through it but the other party also has to be forgiving you can't say you forgive somebody and then every five minutes or we're bringing up the cheating again like you know if you forgive somebody then you forgive somebody you spin the block again then you spin the block again and then you kind of move forward that's just my response on it. Spin the block is a yes for me. I met my husband in 1997. We were together for a couple of months, broke up, got back together and remet and married again in 2016. Been married ever since. And now we have one precious grandbaby that's seven months old. So spinning the block sometimes, it's not for everybody, but sometimes it's for you. Hey there, guys. This is Yara calling in um, Tampa, Florida. But currently I am a semi-truck driver, so all over, wrecking all over. Just wanted to 
talk a little bit about the silent quitting, I believe. So I did do a form of silent quitting, um, just like Jeremiah the Bible said. I was done with it. I was tired. A pediatric dental assistant of 16 years, so I worked with the children also. Uh, you know, just showing up daily for the uh, the bullshit. <laughs> the office politics and less pay, less this and that. Shaking it up though, I think we all at some point in time have to shake it up and get on. So just wanted to chime in on that. Uh, again, I'd love to hear the podcast. You guys keep me on the road laughing and keep me in tune with what's going on in this crazy country. Keep doing your thing. Bye. Love that. Shout out to all the truckers. I was going to say, toot toot. I love that. They're the reason we got a lot of stuff. <laughs> Ripping and running. People really don't understand that. Like, they're just like, yeah, things just like show up at my house. Like, no, no, someone got that there. Right. Either a pilot or a trucker. I'd be looking on a little tracker and they'd be like, right now it's in Delaware. You're like, oh, how's it going to get to Los Angeles? (laughs) (laughs) In three hours. (laughs) Right, right, right. Well, thank you so much. And she's right. I think you do have to like shake things up. up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Especially when you're like, okay, I'm tired of this. And sometimes you get tired because you just kind of outgrow something. Like you do it for a long time. It's not that you like hate it. It's like... I'm not here anymore. You know, it's another version of silent quitting. I think sometimes people do that and don't even realize they're doing it. Uh, As an employer, I have come to understand. I know when someone's ready to move on before they know because they start making mistakes that they never made before. And they start, you know, kind of just not being as responsive as they used to be. And it's like, I don't even feel like they're doing it intentionally. Like, it's just like your heart, this ain't in this no more. Your heart has already left the building. Yeah. So let me help you leave the building. (laughs) You and your heart. Because you still here and your heart left the building, but my money keeps leaving the building too. They said, I need that check. Mm -mm. I need that money. I love when y'all call us up. We love checking the voicemail. So make sure to keep them calls coming in. 1 855 Amanda 8. That's 1 855 262 6328. All of our truck drivers out there drive safe. And I'm so glad that we're able to give you some entertainment while you're on the road. We're going to keep that going when we get back right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Seal Show, so happy to be making it to the end of this week and getting y'all there and doing it on a high note because you know every Friday here at the Amanda Seal Show is a fry. Yay! That is right. That is right. Jeremiah, like the Bible, how are you doing? I'm up. I'm up. I'm ready. I'm ready. I told you there's literally a saying in Norway that like if someone asks you how you're doing, you can say, I'm up and I'm not crying. <laughs> and that's a win. I am not crying, actually. I'm on the radio show. You. Yeah. Well, listen, th- th- it has been known to happen. <laughs> I, I don't, have I cried on the show yet? 
I don't think so. It's only going to be about a matter of time. If I cr- cr- cried on the show, y'all went now. <laughs> the footage would get distorted. You'd be like, what happened to the, the signal? We just went away. Well, this hour, there will be no crying, except for maybe the person who is on the other side of the people versus. Yeah. Because listen, when the people get to talking, mm-hmm. they do not play around. And Jeremiah is going to fill y'all in on who the people is mad about on the internet this week. That's right. I also got to tell you about what I learned this week, because it's time for things I learned this week. So don't go anywhere. We, of course, have a Black Joy story, and we're going to tap into these VMs to see what y'all been saying. Keep it locked. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Happy Friday. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. Yes, y'all. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, keeping y'all up, up, up. We up, we up, we up on a Friday. And it is time for a story of Black Joy. Amanda, I don't know if you're watching Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. but I ain't never seen nothing like this on Grey's Anatomy. Put me on. So a new innovative 3D printed middle ear bone has been developed by Professor Mashudu Shifalaro. I said it right, Shifalaro. Okay. And his team at the University of Petora Faculty Health in South Africa, which may have found a solution to conductive hearing loss. So, you know, there's a lot of people out here that can't hear. Yes, And of they're course. moving through the world with like hearing aids and things like that. So yeah. this hopefully will help with that. So in March 2019, he was the first surgeon to perform on, on a patient and repair his hearing through the transplant surgery. The surgery allowed 35-year-old male patient whose middle ear was completely damaged in a car accident to hear again. Now, I know some of y'all are probably like, well, why are we just hearing about right. it now? Because it'd be taking a long time. Like whenever like these types of things happen, they have to do a step. They have to like publish sure it. it they have to make sure it works. Like there has to be like actual like studies around it to even report that mm-hmm. it was considered success. successful. Right. You know? when you think about it, like he could have done the surgery. <laughs> His hearing could have came back for a little bit. Yep. But it's like, oh, actually after three months, it don't work no more. I think what's also fascinating about this is that he did this with the use of 3D printing. Yes. And when we look at the way technology is being implemented and involved in just technological advances, even around like IVF, et cetera, um, it just means that we're getting closer and closer to living a Star Trek life. <laughs> is that what you got? <laughs> that's what I got from it. Because I mean that's crazy. Like the, so, the the bones in the ear are considered the smallest bones in the body. Really. Um, and they had to use three D printing and actually like make these fake bones. Right, right. And in order to do that, like you need a machine. Yeah. Like you need yeah, the AI of like, okay, you got to make this because the smallest bones in the in the body are called the ossicles. They're the smallest bones in the body and they're in your ear. Come on, Bill and I. Break it down. <laughs> so he had to print that out and then assemble that in within someone's ear. someone's ear, which by the way, think about how small that space the is. The middle ear. Thing, yes. Not just the outer part. And rebuild the construction of the ear, of the ear that has the hammer, you know, and the, the pad and all that. So I think it's Ooh. fascinating. And I know that there's a lot of folks that are, there's a lot of folks that feel like, you know, deafness is not a disabled, it's not a disability. Right, it right. is simply just the way you were born. Right, right. And so they, they, there are a lot of people who actually are very against like these kinds of surgeries when it's due to congenital reasons. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, just like you do with a BBL, it's <laughs> whatever helps you live a happy life, baby. If the BBL gets you to the next day, go ahead and Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> You're going to be laying on your stomach for three weeks, but you know. Just make sure it's not in the back of a cop car. (laughs) All right, y'all. We got more right here on the Amanda Seals Show when we get back. Don't go anywhere. The laughs are going to keep coming. This is the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we 
Welcome back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here, and it is time for Jeremiah Like the Bible to hit y'all with the people verses. So I know it's Black Joy Friday, but we got to switch gears a little bit. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> so today's people verses is the people versus DDG. Ooh. So if you don't know who DDG is. I do. <laughs> I, I do. You, I think you're with him a little bit, Amanda. Mm-hmm. So DDG tweeted that he never saw the original Little Mermaid ahead of the new live action premiere which stars his girlfriend, Halle <laughs> Bailey. That Oh, that oh that little thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. So he continued on his tweet where he was like, he grew up watching Baby Boy and like, don't be a minute. So I guess he didn't have time to watch The Little Mermaid. But like, why do... <laughs> I, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get okay, there. Okay, okay. Okay, so me thought in general was just crazy the fact that his girlfriend is like the first black Little Mermaid and he just had never took the time to see the movie at any point between the announcement and the premiere. You know, if I'm being honest, I don't think he needed to have seen it. Like, for what it's worth, like, I don't think it's even relevant. I don't think we need to hear from him at all (laughs) in regard to The Little Mermaid. Some people did have come to defend him. Um, Oh, really? They said, you know, many little boys didn't watch girl cartoons growing up. Others thought he was trolling, but they also thought that him choosing to say this on the day of the premiere was kind of corny. So, when it comes to the people versus DDG... I'm going to go with the people on this one. Yeah! Because, like, to your point, I don't think he naturally had to see it. But letting us know he didn't see it, the day of the premiere was kind of whack. But also, this is not the first time DDG has been on the internet embarrassing our good sis Hallie. Hallie is trying to get that Disney shit, DDG. You keep on, like, stepping in front of it every step of the way. And at this point, it just feels, like, careless. Right. You know, it's one thing to do it as, like, I'm just being myself, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I really do believe that when John Morant is doing the the, the <laughs> antics, like, he's just John Moranting. <laughs> like, we saw the videos from when he was 11. Like, this is all in, this is him. This mm-hmm. is him. Mm-hmm. This dude, I feel like he's going out of his way to really just be in her way. Right. I think that's also a big difference between internet celebrity and like traditional celebrity. Like the internet, people are like shock value, talking yes. mess, starting controversy. Yes. Um, Hallie's getting a Disney shit. She's like, I can't be fooling with this type of Look, Before that. A grown Before shit. that. Beyonce I'm shit. like, get out of here. <laughs> like, And we know Beyonce's staying in the house. She's like, I don't like all that internet stuff. I don't like all that. It just is yucky to me. And ultimately what it really says is I know that it sucks to have your time be marred Mm -hmm. by the person that's supposed to be bigging you up. Right. So even if she's like, quote unquote, okay with this and is like, it's fine. It still means that our conversation at this time about Hallie ends up being taken away from her in the movie. Why are we talking about this man? Well, he did say the movie was a 10 out of 10. So it's coming out soon. (laughs) So if anybody cares, DDG thought it was a a hit movie. (laughs) Well, you know what? That is another edition of Jeremiah Like the Bible and the People Versus. Until next time, people. What do you think? Hit us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Are you with the people on this or are you with Jeremiah Like the Bible? We would love to know. We'll be right back here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show on this Black Joy Friday. This is Jeremy Like the Bible, and I'm joined by Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time to let us know the things you learned this week. All right, y'all. Things I learned this week. I love sharing stuff like this with y'all because I just feel like, you know, the more you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Did you know that 
If the history of the universe, okay? Okay. So this is from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, my head is about to hurt. Okay. Our resident <laughs> black star man, go all ahead, right? Go ahead. If the history of the universe uh-huh. was condensed into a regular calendar year, mm-hmm. okay? So think of that. You got it? You're 12, still following me? 12 months. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Most of human history, as we know it, right? Would only happen in the last few seconds before midnight on New Year's Eve. I can't think about stuff like that, Amanda Seals. <laughs> I mean, literally, Tyrannosaurus Rex lived closer in time to us than it did to the Stegosaurus. Uh, all this makes sense on paper, but I can't think about it. It's like, <laughs> like thinking about quantum physics and it's like multiple universes. It's like too much. It's too much. It's too much. I'm a compile. I'm still on the first thing I learned this week, but I'm going to add this to it. Sharks and many other things were around before the rings of Saturn had formed. What do you mean? I don't even make sense. <laughs> That's like what? So like when we when we talk about being here on this earth and mm-hmm. what we're dealing with right now and like even as black people in America and we're mm-hmm. like we've been here Forever. since you know 1619. It's a blip. That's like that's like a millisecond milli, milli if it, that's the it's, case. It's a blip. Ooh. But if you really want to like keep your, always keep your perspective in check, it's really dope to check out Carl Sagan. Okay, you know, uh, astro- astronomist Carl Carl Sagan's Pale Blue Dot, which is a short video that you can watch on YouTube, and he is narrating it. And it really just basically is a video that starts on Earth and then it just pulls out. I've seen those videos. Oh my, that gives me anxiety. And it pulls out, <laughs> and it just shows you like how small the Earth is mm-hmm. in comparison to the rest of the galaxy, and reminds you for all that we're doing here right this is actually what we are in the grand scheme of things Woo. okay what else you learned amanda woolly mammoths okay woolly mammoths didn't completely die out okay until about 1000 years after the great pyramids of giza were constructed I don't believe that. <laughs> so the mammoths was walking around while the pyramids was being. Supposedly. I mean, I guess. I mean, if you think about it, like there are animals that have gone extinct within our lifetime. Yeah, but really mammoth? I think of like cavemen. That's why I'm just like. I know, but that's, you're thinking about Pixar films. I don't even right, know if that's a Pixar right, film, but you're, you're right. definitely thinking of like just the, the way that we have had history condensed mm-hmm. into these like fantastical imagery. But yeah, Darn there's media. that. Um, all right. Here's another one for you. If we could drive to space. Okay. It would only take about an hour. Okay. I think I've actually heard this before. Like the the distance between the ground and like the atmosphere, like space is not that far, actually. I don't think I truly like wrapped my head around that. Yeah, like that. that took a while for me to, cause like, I feel like when you look up, well, how fast are you driving? I guess that also matters. <laughs> you gotta drive pretty fast. I just thought that was fascinating. So there you go. There's some things we learned this week, all related to science, science which, uh, representative, well, she's not a representative anymore, but the Carrie Lake, who was the Arizona, uh, Arizona candidate for governor, mm-hmm. who I also feel is a black woman who's passing, uh, she suggested at a rally that we no longer teach science in schools because she said it is unnecessary for students. 
Well, maybe never mind. I'm not gonna don't even. That. Yeah, because you know we talked. We talked yesterday. We had a whole conversation <laughs> on yesterday's show about just how like education in America, like we just as a culture are not on the same page. Mm-hmm. So you know this is a perfect example. But you know what? I love hearing from you all, and no one ever calls me to share the things they learned. But I really hope that one day you will, because I'm really curious to know what things did you learn this week. One eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Keep it locked right here. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. We up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Pick up the phone and dab. What's up, y'all? It's Amanda Seals. And Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you've reached the, the Amanda, Amanda Seals Seal Show. We love hearing your opinions on the things we discuss. And that's why we love when you give us a call and speak your mind. You know what to do with the beep. Leave that message. Hi, Amanda. This is Jackie from New Jersey. And I am listening to your podcast from May 9th. And I just heard the lady call in about uh, the gentleman that was killed. Please tell me, uh, ask anybody who's taken the train who hasn't encountered somebody, you know, who might have been acting a little crazy on the train. So now we're just going to go on and just kill everybody that bothers us and that may be, you know, intimidating to us. And on top of that, as a Marine, you should know very well when the person has passed out and that you do not need to hold a person for 15 minutes. You are a trained Marine. You know when he passed out, how long it takes, and you would know how to bring him back, in which he would not have been in that agitated state anymore. He probably would have been pretty passed out still. So for her to say that, or for anybody who thinks that way, it's just, it's insane. The world is insane. I mean, it's always been crazy. We've always been shit. But now just hearing about it constantly on, on social media and everywhere, it's just, it's infuriating. So... Love your show. Love you. Please keep doing what you're doing. Bye. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Jeremiah. I want to respond to that ignorant-ass woman from Houston that wanted to call in sympathizing with Daniel Penny, the man who murdered Jordan Neely. Let's have a message for her. We tried to have a vigil for this innocent man that was publicly lynched on Monday night. The police were violating our First Amendment rights, arrested, and beat the organizers for speaking into a microphone and a megaphone. And let me tell you, I highly doubt Tamika Mallory from Until Freedom would show up to be a part of our demonstration if it was not a serious issue that a Marine can publicly lynch an innocent black man on a train and he can be released by the police. I witnessed some of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in my entire life at these protests. I lost my voice screaming for justice for Jordan Neely. And I will not stop. I hope you all have a great day. Well, she said it. I'm... (laughs) That I'm just well I'm said. I'm honored that someone who is, you know, putting their life on the line like that is listening to our show. Right, right. Cause because what we're doing is really pointless if it's mm-hmm. not amplifying the work of folks like mm-hmm. that. Right, right. Like I said the other day, like we're all connected holding our 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 um our lines and we all have to work together in tandem to make things get better. You need the people on the ground, you need people amplifying the people on the ground. You also need people just not saying crazy things about the people who are murdered senselessly in the streets. You know, what I also love is is that our listeners are listening to each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. That's what a little girl <laughs> in Houston. Ran up, mm-mm, mm-mm. And you know, listen, the First Amendment 
provides that Congress make no law respecting an establishment of religion Mm -hmm. or prohibiting its free exercise. Mm -hmm. It protects freedom of speech, the press, Mm -hmm. assembly, Mm -hmm. and the right to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Mm -hmm. And I think what people don't really understand is that you also have the right to protest. Yes, yes. You have the right to assemble and, and to let them let your voice be heard about whatever it is. I, I just I don't I don't know. <laughs> That's the whole point. Right, right, right. And it really is just scary to me that so many people are so um, in support of the Second Amendment. Mm-hmm. But don't realize that there's a whole other amendment. What's the whole bill of rights? Full of amendments, honestly. <laughs> like you know, we got a, whole, <laughs> a couple other amendments. I, I, I would say are probably a little bit more important in the right to bear arms, in my opinion, as Jeremiah like the Bible. But what do I know? What do I know? There's a lot of amendments. <laughs> there's literally 27. Yeah, yeah. And the right to bear arms. By the way, I just want to remind, since we're here, the right to bear arms is to be regulated. Mm-hmm. It's a regulated militia. Mm -hmm. The idea that people think the right to bear arms is for you to be a militia against the people who are protesting the Mm -hmm. same government. Mm -hmm. Pick a side. They can't do that. They can't do that. That's too much like right. You're right. Well, you know what? We're right right here. We're on the right side of history. And when we get calls like that, it lets me know. So thank you so much for calling us. And thank you so much for your service and putting your life and your body and your voice on the line uh, for the efforts of Jordan Neely. And shout out to friend of the show, friend of my friend, Tamika Mallory. That's my yes. dog. Yes. She's going to be on Small Doses podcast shortly. And uh, she is always at the front line, ready to get arrested, ready to get, you know, booed, whatever. Right, right. To, to get the message out there. All right, so fist in the air, y'all. Fist in the air. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No, we shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Hey, hey, hey. It's Amanda Seals on a Friday. Yay. And I love Fridays because it means we get to give y'all all all these black joy stories. So let's get into another one. This is a story of black joy. Let's talk about it. So Nicole Avant helped open the Jacqueline Avant Children and Family Center Center MLK Medical Campus in Watts. Yay. In memory of her mother. So this facility employs a variety of programs to address the needs of at-risk children struggling with trauma, health, and mental health problems. So, you know, we're in Mental Health Awareness Month. Yes, we are. We're celebrating that. Well, acknowledging that. Um, yes, alone. of so, course. This is awesome. So, in case you guys don't know, Jacqueline was the wife of music producer and executive Clarence Avant, who mm-hmm. is known as, quote unquote, the Black Godfather. Yes, there's a great documentary about him on Netflix. Check that out, y'all. That's Watch, Don't Watch. That's a watch. That's a watch. Okay, okay. Um, who was instrumental in the championing of Black artists in the 1970s and 80s. And he was also inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021, y'all. That's a legend. Yes, and there was a very just tragic uh, home invasion that led to the death of Jacqueline Avant. Um, and so, you know, to see this happening 
in her memory is beautiful. And of course, in the community of Watts. Right, you know, when right. we talk about Jordan Neely and what took place, mm-hmm. we also have to acknowledge that as terrible and horrific as that is, it is a result of him not being able to gain access to mental health resources. Talk about it. When we talk about so many of these people in this nation say, we don't need gun laws, we just need mental health resources. Well, <laughs> how are they going to happen? Right. You know, this is happening because they have a buttload of money. That was the wrong sound. They have a buttload of money. And they decided that it could be best used towards creating this space right, right, within right. a community that is absolutely lacking in resources. Yes, yeah. So no one's like, let's go to Watts and help the kids in Watts. No one's doing that. So it's, I'm happy they're doing it. Yes. So we're happy they're doing it. And we consider this to absolutely be a story of black joy. And, uh, you know, I think this is great. Earlier this week, we talked about Joaquim Noah in Chicago creating a program to work with other non other uh organizations in Chicago to help provide like incentives for youth to be involved in basketball camps so that right, they are right, no longer right, involved right. in the violence. And it's just it's great to see people doing the hammer part of the work, you know, which is creating the actual outlets mm. that shift the narrative. For the people who need it most. Yes sir. Well, we need y'all the most. So make sure you give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. Tell us your thoughts. 1-855-AMANDA-8. If you all have a Black Joy story, well, baby, why don't you hit me up? Hit me up. All right. When we get back, we got more show for you. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Mother's Day Eve. Jeremiah, like the Bible. We're going to hand out some flowers. Yes. Let's give out flowers on this show. You know, sometimes we have interviews on Fridays. Mm-hmm. Other times we give out flowers. Yeah. And I, you know, it's mom's weekend this weekend, so we gotta give some mothers some flowers. Yes. So let me tell you, we are giving mothers flowers, and we want to talk about the fact that, you know what? Anyone who is playing the role of mom deserves mm-hmm. flowers. Anyone. You know, we there was a story that we talked about yesterday where, like, a librarian had put together, like, a whole curriculum around Mother's Day that's right. also beyond just, like, biological moms, mm-hmm. but just anyone in the role of mom. Mm-hmm. And apparently, like, there were parents who just felt like she was disrespecting, quote, unquote, real moms. Which Cut is it crazy out. because, like, like mothers, it's, it's, it's not just a title. It's a job. It's a role. It's a position that people play. Like even in my family, I have a I have a mom yep. <laughs> that I still talk to. That's alive. Yeah. Well. Hey, mom! But I have other women in my family, aunts, cousins, who also feel that role that are just as maternal to me that I revere in the same way. Okay, I feel you, but I still am not even talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that like there are people who are having to mother their child, mm-hmm. like mother a child. There are uh, couples that are two mothers. There right, are right. grandparents. There are aunts. There are sisters. Especially in our community. I feel like, you know, there's yeah. always a community of women who are stepping up to, to raise children. Yes. I mean, didn't we just see the other day that Coco brought in her yeah. two, her best friends, two children after mm-hmm. her best friend died of, uh, I think, cancer, maybe? I can't remember, but I do remember that she took her, took the kids in, which yes. was awesome. We anybody who's doing the work of taking care of somebody else's kids, taking care of their kids. A child, we just heard about you early in the week jumping off tables. I mean, jumping off couches into glass tanks. <laughs> so anybody doing that work with a smile or yes. a half a smile, we love you. We applaud shout you. Shout out to all the new moms celebrating your first Mother's yes. Day. And shout out to everybody who may be celebrating their first Mother's Day or celebrating Mother's Day without their mom. Right, I know that that right. sometimes is incredibly difficult. And this made up holiday mm-hmm. can really get in the way and and and, and drudge up grieving that you may have already been working through and managing. Or even moms who've lost a child where it's like, you're reminded that, oh, in this day where people are with their children, I don't have my child anymore. Well, especially as we're in a nation that is consistently putting children in danger, we have to to absolutely acknowledge that. 
Uh, and I, I also want to just make a point to say that this is not about pet moms. <laughs> okay. I am a pet mom. I tell you, my mom used to, my mom got so mad when she heard that my aunt had received a mother's day card from her husband because she was a, a cat mom. Really? <laughs> my mom was like, that is not the same. I mean, we do need, I a- have not had a full night's sleep <laughs> since 1981. Well, we do need like a, a a pet parent day though. I don't know if there is one. Already. That's fair, because but it ain't it ain't, it ain't but it, it, ain't, but it ain't it ain't it ain't this. It ain't Sunday. It ain't it ain't that. Okay. But work on that parent uh, <laughs> pet parent day because woo the pets be stressing you out too. But you know what? When it comes to moms, it's not just the moms that are existing in real life that matter. Mm-mm. It's also the the moms on the TV. Oh yeah, we love a good TV mom. So when we get back, we got more flowers to hand out. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here, joined by Jeremiah, like the Bible. And as we continue on this lovely Friday and this this Mother's Day, Eveish day, yes, we just handed out flowers to all the moms out there, but mm-hmm. we got to give some flowers to the TV moms. We do. It's a lot of, you know, growing up, I stay glued to the TV. Me too. I'm still glued to the TV. Yes, and there yes. are so many moms that. Then get they get they flowers. So now we we'll get them their flowers. Yes. Who are some of your favorite black TV moms, Amanda? Claire Huxtable, number one. Which, I thought you like the OG. You wanted to go to Baltimore <laughs> to have big fun. <laughs> um, you know, of course, OG Aunt Viv. Okay. I'm just naming the moms that like were on television when I was watching television. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think that what people don't understand about black popular culture that's different mm-hmm. from other pop versions of popular culture is that mm-hmm, <laughs> is that we for so long have not had our story told by us. Mm-hmm. So popular culture, when it comes to black folks uh, representation has very many times been our story being brought into the, the mainstream in right, a way right. that we don't get to see ourselves. Right. So these like moms that were on television, they weren't just like, Oh, the mom in that show, mm-hmm. they were representing black motherhood. Right. When we think about Florida Evans. Oh, she was tired. Damn, yeah. damn, damn, James. She was stressed out. And we talked about this in our last break that there are moms who aren't regular moms, I guess you could say, or what we consider typical moms. Like I love Aunt Wanda on the Bernie Mac show. Yes, that's a good one. I feel like people don't get for credit in a conversation. They Aunt Wanda. Don't. Aunt Wanda's with them kids with Uncle Bernie. And them Listen. kids was termed a house. And those are not her biological children. Right. Those are at least his biological relatives. No, she's <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm standing by you. I'm going mm-hmm. to get these kids together too. I think one of the funniest ones is like Jackie Harry as Lisa Landry. She's, I feel like she's funny. Like seeing her as like the, the mom who adopted a child. We never really saw that on TV. Adopted parents yep. getting love. Um, to Sheena Arnold as uh, Chris Mama. Yes. Everybody hates Chris. Hilarious. Shirley Ralph. Shirley Ralph. Yes. And she's played a mother on TV and in films. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, two different types of mama. Two different types of mama. <laughs> you, you think single put bills on, uh, pay the bills? Actually, yes. Uh, yeah. When you sing this well. <laughs> also, we got to shout out Rainbow. Oh, yeah. It's Rainbow Johnson from on Blackish. Blackish. Oh, my, it's so many black TV moms. It's like the TV. I mean, you said to Sheena Arnold, but there's also Tisha Campbell. Okay, can I talk about how I've been binging My Wife and Kids? My Wife and Kids is an incredibly funny show, and it, it does is. not get the props that it does it that it deserves for writing. And to sh- not Tisha, particularly, SJ, Kyle, hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> what are you binging it on? Hulu. You know what? I'm going to start that binge because I've been really trying to find stuff to watch 
that is not heavy and not a dystopian situation. And it's actually good though. You know, sometimes you watch Swatch stuff, it's like, oh, this is. <laughs> no. Between her and Damon Wayans, laughs all day. Well, look at that. Shout out to all of our Black TV moms who have represented Black love and Black family. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Harriet from Family Matters yes. and who've done so on the world stage and on the screen because, listen, it is no small feat. Mm-hmm. It is no small feat. And I feel like when you carry Black popular culture on your shoulders, it is a very big deal because we do not just look at characters like they know body. We actually look at them as real people. Again, reminding you all, I am not an AKA. All right. Happy Mother's Day this Sunday. This is the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, Ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Hello? Hello? I, I can't hear you. <laughs> gotcha! I know you calling to say what's on your mind. Because you've been listening, laughing, and learning at the Amanda Seals Show. And it's Black Joy Friday. So when you hear that beep, you know what to do. Leave that message! Hey guys, I'm so glad you guys brought up this topic on money. Like, honestly, that is the phase in my life right now, just literally becoming more independent and more strict with my budget. And honestly, I did receive help. Like, through there's a program through my job that provided financial coaches for free. So I was like, oh no, like, sometimes you have to take that leap and get that advice. So you can get on track. And some people are scared to be open about their finances, but you know what you want to write. So you might as well go ahead and climb out and get that advice. <laughs> Thank you guys. Have a great day. Now, when I saw the story, I could not believe that it was true, but this is just so crazy to me. They are pretty wealthy. They live in Atlanta. So I don't know how you couldn't find a good looking, I guess, and healthy black firm donor. I mean, for this couple who finances isn't a problem, the eggs were already frozen, so time isn't a problem. The brat got artificially inseminated uh, with one of Judy's eggs, which was fertilized with a sperm donor. So, like, why couldn't they take their time and find a person of color's sperm? It's just crazy. Um, But like you guys said, we just hope they have a healthy baby. That's all I got to say. Peace out. It's Cat calling from Delaware. Oh, I'm going to just take a breath before I start in on this COVID topic because, y'all, first off, COVID was not an accident. And anybody that knows anything about diseases and viruses and all of that knows that because no naturally occurring virus, I don't think, is going to mutate and at, like, the level that this one did into something worse and worse and worse every time. I don't even think they expected it to do that. The second part is the fact that they're lifting everything really just concerns me because nothing has changed. The virus didn't magically go away. I could talk about this topic forever because the way the money went with this and the people involved and everything, it's just sickening to me. It just is proof that human life is a valid expenditure in the name of money in this country, especially. And I just don't like that. That's real. Because when the money was on the line, they said, open them schools back up. Open up them stores. We need to go to Starbucks. And we don't care who died to go to Starbucks. 
but yet have not slowed a single check to Israel in support of their occupation of Palestine. I mean, that sounds very American if you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, The devil you know. Right, 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 right. I mean, I think... To their point, I think we are seeing people kind of, unfortunately, we've had to kind of just adjust because for a short while, we did kind of have some um, some help from the government as far as like, you know, stimulus or like, you know, eviction delays and things like that. But at a certain point, they're like, well, we can't do something else. So that means go back into the world, get sick. If you, we lose you, we lose you, which is a sad case, but we live under a capitalistic society. We do. I mean, I do think, and this is just my little silver lining of hope that we have to, because it's like, if, if we don't have it, what are we doing? Right. Um, there did seem to be uh, at least a advancement in the scientific understanding of it mm-hmm. enough to be able to slow the amount of deaths that were right, happening right. in response to it. And I think that at the end of the day, has been where we kind of get this like false idea that everything is all good. And it's mm-hmm. kind of like, well, if everybody ain't dying and, and like they were before, then we should be fine. Right. Uh, but you know, it's, it's similar to kind of like to AIDS, mm-hmm. right. In the sense that like at one point in time, people were like dying, like left and right, left and right. Because there was no knowledge. Like mm-hmm. it was just, and, and by the way, they responded to AIDS the same way. In, Which in, is a big part. The government response is a big part of how we got to where we are. Denial. <laughs> That's not real. What? And, 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 and listen, AIDS was about gay men. So then right, it was even right. more like, oh yeah, yeah. That's over there. Yeah. So this is, as we just said about where the money goes, like <laughs> this sounds on track. <laughs> right, right, right. And if we want to see this shift, everything's going to have to shift. That's what I keep trying to tell y'all. If we want to see like everything shift, I'm not saying just vote. Mm. Everything has to shift. And part of that is you got to be louder. Mm. You got to be louder and go harder than the folks who have the bullhorn right now. That's who you have to be. That's why they tried to silence Jordan, uh, Justin Neely and Justin J. Sorry, Justin not Justin J. Per- J. Pearson, Justin J. Pearson and Justin Jones. Jones. And for what it's worth, actually, Jordan Neely as well, because Jordan Neely was on that plane. I mean, on that train. And you know what he was yelling when he was so just disgustingly murdered? He was yelling, I'm tired. I'm hungry and I'm fed up. Mm-hmm. The plight of many Americans. <laughs> and they're like, he was having an, a, 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 a mental health attack. That sounds real sane to me. Right, right. Especially if you are homeless in America. I'm sure you feel all those things as well. So, woo. Y'all gonna have to get loud and y'all gonna have to and understand that like in your loudness, things may be put on the line. But like, if we don't, I will just say this before we go. At one point in time, you could not even mention the occupation of Palestine mm-hmm. without threat of being canceled. Mm -hmm. You couldn't. The reason why this conversation has started being able to have, be able to be had in a much more um, open space is because enough people were willing to be loud Mm -hmm. and possibly get canceled. Mm -hmm. And it got to a point where there were so many people that it's no longer able to be silenced because it is reality. Mm -hmm. And so that's how it's going to have to happen in this country. Everybody who sees what's happening is going to have to stop scrolling and actually be loud. I'm with you on that one. Are you? Use your voice. Make it heard. I'm black and I'm proud. We'll be right back. See you in the seal show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this. Listen up. We shine. 
rock on. See me in the seal show. It's me in the seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible, on a lovely Friday, which mm-hmm. means it's been all about black joy. That's right. That's we also right. gave some flowers out we to did. the moms, man. To the real moms, to the TV, TV moms. moms. You know, we love a mom. It's we Mother's do. Day weekend. We love a mom. I mean, my mom used to always have like snacks, pawn snacks, pawn snacks when okay. people come to my house. To the point now that when my like college, high school friends come to my house in like LA, mm. they still expect snacks. Interesting. My mom only had coupons. She didn't have a <laughs> coupon now. No, everyone knew that if they were coming to my house, it was going to get fed. So that was just like. I didn't go to your mama's house. Yeah, yeah that's. I mean, I feel like even to this day, she's 75. I feel she'll still she'll still whip something up. Were they good snacks? That's yes. Because you go to sleep house. No, snacks. no, no. My snacks were always top notch. And okay. you know that because my snacks are still top notch at this point. That's but like, true. I was the kid who had like the giant tub of fireballs. <laughs> I, like, yes, I had the tear jerkers. Like, I had sour punch straws in like a, a vat of Before sour they got punch straws. Yes. <laughs> And then she would like uh, the, one of the classic stories is that my mom, my friend was at my house, Julia, and my mom was like, "Y'all want anything to eat?" And I was like, "Rude!" And I was just like, "No, mom, I don't want anything to eat." Like, gosh! And Julia was like, "I'm hungry," and my mom came and served Julia a lobster uh, tail. A lobster tail. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. Right, I love a good real petty moment. Like sometimes you can be petty all the time. That's a good one. That's a good one. To this day, I mean, I, we're literally in our forties, and it still gets talked about. Cause she had to find a lobster tail. No, she had it prepared. She had it on deck and was like, "I got you." You think I'm about to give her chicken tenders? I got you. And so Julia sat there and ate the whole lobster tail in front of my face, and my mom was like, "You said you wasn't hungry." Like red lobster. Hmm. So anyway, we're gonna get into some black joy stories, and we also got the black spin. We're gonna get into some Missy Elliott. Oh, okay. I love me some Missy. Mr. Media Elliot. Yes. So keep it like right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back to Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremy Like the Bible, joined by Amanda Seals. And it is a Black Joint Friday. And Amanda, you heard that? Vocals! A little bit. A little, it's Black Joint Friday. You know, I'll give y'all a little something. Every mm, okay. Now but it's now time for a... A story of Black Joy. Okay, so don't get too psyched yet, but Steps is moving, all right? Now, if you've been following me on Instagram, you know I've been talking about reparations lately because, of course, even though people are like, they're never going to give us reparations, it's like, well, nothing is ever given without demanding it. And so even if I don't get to see reparations provided in my lifetime, I'm going to start with the demanding it now because I want to see it provided at some point. Well, guess what? In California, that might actually not be the case. We might see that because Mm -hmm. California's reparations task force voted Saturday to approve Approve recommendations on how the state may compensate and apologize to black residents for generations of harm of harm caused by discriminatory practices. Now, what this means is that this nine member committee, which convened two years ago, has now agreed upon final approval on a hefty list of proposals that now will go to state lawmakers to consider for reparations legislation. Because, of course, in order for this to happen, they have to, like, have the bill, mm-hmm. put the bill through the House and the Senate, and then the governor has to sign it off on it, okay? Right, right, right. Now, United States Representative Barbara Lee of Oakland, who is a Democrat, she is actually co-sponsoring a bill in Congress to study restitution proposals for African Americans. And she was at the meeting, and she was like, listen, not only the states, but the federal government. Talk about it. Needs to pass reparations legislation. Now, we all know that right now, the federal government is run by a lot of real 
shady characters. <laughs> I don't think shady is even the word. You know what? Shady is like a light word. It's generous. It's generous. <laughs> it's, it's run by devils. Okay, it's run by <laughs> devils in many cases. So they they are absolutely not in, interested in providing reparations because reparations means repair. Right. And repair would mean actual possibility at equality, which mm-hmm. is what they actually don't want. They don't want that. But Barbara Lee said reparations are not only morally justifiable, but they have the potential to address longstanding racial disparities and inequalities. The panel's first vote uh, approved a detailed account of historical discrimination against black Californians in areas such as voting, housing, disproportionate policing, and incarceration, education, and others. And I want to just add, and I'm going to talk about this in the PSA, the public sales announcement, that when it comes to reparations, a lot of people only apply reparations to slavery. Right. But the reality is, is that there is a reparative measure Mm -hmm. that needs to be applied to many different spaces in this nation. Now, federally, okay, federally, yes, slavery needs to be accounted for. But on the local and state level, there have been discriminatory practices based on loans, based on Mm -hmm. gerrymandering, Mm -hmm. sorry, gerrymandering, redlining, et cetera, that can absolutely be aligned with race. I'm just stuck on the fact they said an apology. I was like, oh, they going to say sorry to listen. I want a card. We should all get cards. (laughs) What? Like, who is the person? So, like, you know how we all know Betsy Ross like Uh, made the American flag. flag, Who is gonna design the apology card? (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) 2024. Right, he's gonna have Ruben Stutter. Open the open the card singing. Y'all, well, you know what? We can only cross our fingers at this point, but I really hope to see this happen because we know that it is deserving. Now, some people feel like reparations for black people should only come in certain forms, right? Some people are like, well, I think if you just give it as checks and people aren't going to really do the most with this. I want my check. I want a number of things. I want a check. Mm-hmm. I want there to be some type of tax uh, forgiveness. Right. I want there to be uh, actual Funding that is provided into specific specific spaces mm-hmm. that are contracts that are given to specific black companies. Okay. Like there's like education. Like structural yes. things. Because so many of those areas have been blocked off from black people. Right. Remember, right. we saw a whole documentary about how like black people aren't like black people are discriminated against as um, appraisers for homes. It's like everything. Yeah. I always tell y'all it's always about race, but y'all don't want to hear me. Y'all don't want to hear me. So anyways, I'm glad y'all hearing this because we got to keep our voices loud. I will say it again. Reparations should no longer just be something that we mention. It should be a part of our culture the same way that civics needs to be a part of our culture. We need to become reparationists. All right. All right. My chick, Governor Newsom. I'm waiting. (laughs) We'll be right here waiting for y'all when we get back to the Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals, and we are about to check out Jeremiah Like the Bible, ain't we? We are. It's been a fun Black Joy Friday. We played the game with Missy Elliott. That was my favorite part of the show. (laughs) You did a really good job. You actually know your Missy records. I love Missy. I think everyone should love Missy because I feel like music-wise, she's been great. She's also been scandal-free. Also, the visuals, like, that's Michael Jackson-level type stuff. Like, it's It's always something like, oh, she ain't getting her little regular video in the parking lot. We don't even give respect to, like, what she was doing in Soccer to Me. Like, she was literally, like, on another planet with the brat, <laughs> like, in mm-hmm. other outfits. That's my that's my favorite Mickey, Missy record of all time. Really? Ooh, I, like it to me like it won't, too. Ooh, mm, I can take it like a pro. I like uh, Gossip Folks. 
Gossip, of course, yes, Sweet yes. is in that video. Yes, she oh my is. God. You see, it all comes together when you it's, start thinking yes. about it. Also, um, I love Pastel Ditch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, like yeah. that. That beat, that beat kind of. You know what song I really love, and it's kind of it's sad, but I love Takeaway. That was the tribute that her tweet and Genuine did for the passing of Aaliyah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Rest in peace, Aaliyah. Yes. She also, side note, wrote One in a Million. She did. Look at, see, look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So All we, the facts. We celebrated her with the Black Spin today. We got Black Joy stories because it's Black Joy Friday. And we celebrated moms because it is Mother's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. So shout out to everybody for listening. You know what it is. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. This is the Amanda Seal Show. If you want to check out my podcast, you can also check out Small Doses Podcast. This week's episode, Side Effects of Being Light Skin with Don't Call Me White Girls host, Damona Dixon. You can check that out wherever you get your podcast because we are part of the Urban One Podcast Network. You can also watch the episode on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV and you can get the bonus content at my Patreon, theamandaverse.com. So, so many options for content that is just thoughtful and passionate and funny and all the things. That's what we're trying to do is give you all the things. And we're going to be back on Monday with all the things right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Everybody have a safe weekend. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.